everyone. How's it going? Hello. Hello. We're, you know, okay. I'm okay. (laughs) I'm okay, I guess, is the answer of the week. Same. Um, We're officially living through another historical event as of like 20 minutes ago. Literally 20 minutes ago. Yeah. 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 (laughs) Um, We have a third voice on the call, and I feel like it'd be really great to introduce Michal. Michal is... uh, Do you you mind if I call you Michal or, or... or should I Americanize it? Michal? Oh my gosh, I love hearing. <laughs> <laughs> I love hearing Michal because I mean, you know, it's it's so yeah. difficult to say already. Um, but hearing someone that is able to say it this, you know, this beautifully, <laughs> definitely go for it. Go for Come it. every day, boy, call yom. I love oh, you. You're I, so great. Oh my gosh, I love you guys so much. <laughs> I love you guys so much. Kapara alaych. So Michal is is a, a really old friend of ours um and we recently reconnected again um which is crazy because we've known each other for years how long have we known each other we all know each other from the israeli scouts from the Sofim, of course of course um and I think it's, it's and, been like yeah. how long like six no no less than six we were we met when we were like 15 yeah so i think 14. i was i I joined when I was like seventeen, though I was I was a late bloomer. You're a late bloomer. Yeah, we um, love you for who you are. <laughs> we love you forever. It's been like a good ten years, maybe more. Insane. Yeah, insane. more, more, way more, insane, way more. Um, yeah. yeah, and I'm and I'm really excited that uh, we reconnected in the last couple of years, and um, and I'm so excited to have you on. Thank to you. talk to us this week, we don't have an easy topic to talk about. Um, so, yeah, do you want to introduce yourself? Do you want to tell everyone about yourself? Uh, sure. Um, yeah. So, Angie and Jonathan, I met you guys so fame long time ago. Um, re- like like Angie said, we recently reconnected, um, which is great because. Both of you are amazing human beings. Um, I, well, my profession, I, I guess I should say, is I'm a nurse. I work in the operating room. I am clapping right now silently <laughs> so, so that people's ears won't go, <laughs> but everybody is clapping right now. <laughs> uh, yes. <laughs> so much clapping. Um, I became a, a nurse actually literally in March 2020. So right when the pandemic started, um, it hasn't been the easiest journey, but it's definitely, I want to say it's, it's, it's kind of, well, it's really rewarding. Um, at the same time, I mean, this is, I'm sorry, guys. (laughs) It's okay. No, don't say it. It's okay. It's hard. Yeah. I actually me I talked to Angie about this yesterday, but um, I was I was having a really bad day yesterday, and it's because of COVID in general. But I saw <laughs> I saw a woman, and this is I see people all the time walking without their masks on. But this is like Ugh. in my neighborhood. I know I'm supposed to introduce myself, but this is how I'm going to introduce myself. Give um, it to us. I, I saw a woman in my neighborhood. I'm literally after my shift 
walking in my scrubs, walking back to uh, my apartment. See this woman walking without her mask on. She's walking her dog, her beautiful dog. (laughs) And the first thing that I do is, you know, instinctively, I I move out of the way. I move out of the way and and I'm just in kind of in shock even though i see it all the time i'm kind of in shock like you know how many how many people how many covid positive patients we have in my small hospital we have over 70 people um in icu beds right now so this is the first thing that i'm thinking about like are, are you kidding me are, are, are you serious is is this for real is this actually happening people are still thinking that this this thing is not a, a thing this is not a real thing and she and she sees me kind of have this, you know, kind of look of disbelief on my face. She starts laughing at me, just like cackling her head off. You know, that type of laugh like, oh, you think you're better yeah. than me type of laugh? Yeah. Just all the way down the street. Um, and I got home. I'm sitting down and I and <laughs> and I started crying. <laughs> And I just break down in tears because I became a nurse, not just, you know, not just because, you know, people say, hey, it's the money, but I always wanted to help people. And I've never cried this hard in my, I guess, in my six months of being a nurse, even throughout the surge of the pandemic. I think it's, I'm, I'm really sorry that you had to deal with that. And we talked about this yesterday, too. And none of your tears are worth it for her, Bimit. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that it's, it's, it's a real chutzpah to see somebody on the street in their scrubs and to just look at them and laugh about something like that. It's just extremely disrespectful, in my opinion, because if there's anybody that's really putting themselves in the front right now, it's you and the rest of your colleagues and the rest of our healthcare staff. Um, and I think that it's just really, it's a, it's, it's, it's just, it really aches and hurts me to hear that things like that are happening, especially to you, right? When it happens to somebody like me or John, I'm just like, eh, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> <laughs> we're not important. Ken, people. Yeah, I'm, you I'm know. a piece of shit. But... Say whatever you want to me, Kilo, you know, it doesn't matter. But when you say something like that to somebody who's like literally dedicating their lives, putting themselves out there right now in order to, to help the greater good in a time that we need it more than ever. And they're dealing with this and they're having to come home every single day with this stress and the thought of coming to work the next day and having to deal with people who are sick is just really effing shitty. I'm clearly preaching to the choir here. But to just like yeah. sit there and laugh about it is just not... I don't, I don't, I don't, that's another level to me, bro. (sighs) So. I, yeah, yeah, I mean, also, just, like, I have to say, when did we just, as a society, as a country, like, not, like, just lose our empathy? Yeah. Yeah, I was wondering. You know, like, (laughs) like, you know, it's one thing to, and I'm not trying to justify this at all, it's one thing to say, like, like, you know, we need to live our lives and like, I'm a little bit like, and have pandemic fatigue that, and there's no justification for that. Mm -hmm. But like, when did we lose our empathy for life for other, you know, for just our fellow citizen when, you know, I thought, you know, I thought like even from the right rights perspective, which is like, you know, nationalism, when America first, like we're not even taking care of Americans. Right. 
Yeah. We're not even showing empathy to our neighbors, to our frontline workers who are taking care of people. We're just actually attacking them. We're making yeah. fun of them. We're disrespecting them on purpose. And it's like, what the actual fuck? Yeah, we, <laughs> yeah. we've lost... We've lost our humanity, like honestly, and and it really it was amplified by this pandemic. I think it was, everything just came pouring out, all the ugly. Yeah, um, I'm sorry I had to start this podcast this way. No, no, it's it's, no. it's like a never ending cycle of just uh-huh. disgustingness. Like I. I don't know what else to say. I'm, I'm, I, and this is not. I'm, I'm an operating room nurse, so it's not like I see. We have COVID patients, but it's not in the magnitude as ICU nurses and floor nurses in general, telemetry nurses, medical surgical nurses. Like this, I see them once or twice a week, um, and we do one case at a time. These, the other nurses, I don't, I, I don't even know how they're getting through the day how they're coming home every, every day and, and they're okay mentally. They're not. So like Jonathan, you said it, you, you said everything, you know, we, we lost, we lost it, <laughs> honestly. Like, I don't know how we're going to come back from this after being exposed to this ugliness. Yeah, exactly. How we're going to, yeah. I mean, healing and unifying as a nation, we have to kind of address we have to address like that, that mentality that we have, that, that culture, you know, that's, that selfishness. Yeah. You know, if you're, if it, it's not even just about being selfish, it's about I'm selfish and I want you to know I'm selfish and I, don't, <laughs> and I purposely wanted to affect your life. Yeah. You know, so much for like freedom and individual and, and individuality. It's like, I'm, I'm taking away other people's freedoms and their right to live and their right to be healthy yes. and safe. Hi. We can okay. talk about this for hours. Yeah. I can talk about yeah. this for hours. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. For all day talking about this for oh, sure. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, But we're here to talk about a not a not any more optimistic topic. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, and it sucks that we have to talk about it, but it, it also kind of felt weird not to talk about it. Um, we want to talk about the riots. Um, and right. right at the Capitol. And we want to talk about uh, what came out of it. Um, right. And we want to talk about Nazis. Yeah. Um, Nazis. And, yeah. I, and I don't really care if people have a problem with us using the, the word Nazis because that's what these people were. Yeah. Um, you call them neo-Nazis. You call them Nazis. You call them white supremacists. You call them domestic terrorists. I don't really give a shit how you frame it. But the point is is that the term Nazi is perfectly acceptable to use for the folks that were there, especially when you see people with sweatshirts that said Camp Auschwitz and staff written on the back of them um, and stuff that's just not not funny. And I think that seeing it all happen um, as a Jew, I think we can speak towards um, and I think that it's important that we speak about it just because I think that there are also a lot of other folks that are Jewish or that might have Jewish friends and want to know how they can support them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think we should we should make a place for that and talk about it. So for sure, um, it, it'd be good to hear how you guys felt um, when everything was happening, um, what was going on 
what, you know, how people responded to you, how people spoke to you, if, if there was anything that kind of came up to you. I could say offhand that when people were talking to me about it, uh, I have a very sarcastic humor. Um, and when my friends from Israel were reaching out to me and talking to me, I said to them, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking about where I'm going to start hiding because, yeah. and I just kept staring at my phone, like nervously waiting to see if I would get like a citizen alert or something being like, you know, they're starting riots in New York or something. Um, and that was really, you know, it was a scary thought to me. Um, and that's all I was thinking about all day was, you know, like as kids, right. It's even, uh, I think a lot of mostly folks who have grandparents or parents or great grandparents that, um, that had experienced the Holocaust or had grown up with somebody who, um, who had experienced the Holocaust, um, you know, as kids, they were kind of, they had a hiding place in their room just in case the Nazis came. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, that's nothing, that's nothing new to us. Um, and it's scary and it's scary when it happens and you see people walking through the U S Capitol with a Confederate flag over their shoulder. Um, after we just, um, you know, elected, um, a black and a Jewish, um, uh, senators from the um, south from the south yes um and it's and it's hard to watch something like that and it's scary it's definitely it's scary as shit um yeah how do you guys feel talk to us michael you want to go first um sure so when i first saw the pictures that came following um it was I think it was like 5 a.m. after the day after at work. I finally had time to like sit down and look at everything. Um, and the first picture I saw was of, I'm sure everyone, if I reference this, everyone will know what this is. It's the guy with the Auschwitz sweatshirt. Mm-hmm. And it said um, just Auschwitz. And I think on the back it said something like uh, we didn't kill enough or something like that. The, so, said, uh, um, yeah, sorry. yeah. So the front of it said Camp Auschwitz work brings freedom and the back of it said Steph. That's the one. Mm-hmm. Um, boy, I was, well, first I was incredibly, incredibly angry. Uh, my, my grandparents are Holocaust survivors on my father's side, uh, the Ukrainian side. And, um, I, they basically raised me. And I don't know about you guys, but it kind of gets like ingrained in you, the trauma in a way, uh, the culture, Mm -hmm. um, the way that that my grandfather did things, the way that he ate, you know, he kind of always ate with his arm hiding his food. Even as a kid, I was always like, why are you eating like that? You know, but it's because it's that type of trauma of how I don't have enough food and I I can't give this to anyone else type of thing, you know, hiding it like little things like that, that that are still with me. And I, and I remember, and I, and now I understand why these things happen. So growing up with someone that, you know, went through that and then seeing these things in our present time, (laughs) thinking, okay, the Holocaust was what, 80 years ago? Maybe we've learned, maybe we kind of like, maybe you'd like to think that it'll never happen again. Obviously, (laughs) the storming of the Capitol uh, just showed that 
this shit has been happening all along right in front Mm -hmm. of our faces too so seeing that Mm -hmm. the first thing I, i was incredibly angry and then i was scared because the people that that I don't know. I don't know who can, who, who in the right minds thinks that's okay. You know, who in the right minds is like, oh yeah, let me. You know what? I'm not scared. I'm gonna show the world I'm freaking Nazi. Here you go. I'm a Nazi. I've mm-hmm. been a Nazi my whole life. You know, and this is incredibly fine because our president said it's fine. Mm-hmm. That's that's. I mean, that's what I thought. That's the first thing that that. Like crossed my mind. Uh, yeah. What about you, John? Uh, I, you know, just so many feelings. Um, I don't know if the anti-Semitism piece hit me. Well, also, I don't. I like I said, I didn't. I don't think I saw the pictures right away mm. of um, you know the just the blatant anti-Semitism there. But I had a lot of thoughts. And first of all, was just like, are we on the verge of a civil war? What does this mean? Um, are they just like? What the hell is wrong with the police and the and the national guard? Like, like, are are they not? Why the fuck are they not doing anything? Like, how? Like, how the fuck did this happen? Yes. Like, my first reaction was like, they got in. How the hell did they get in? Yeah, who let them in? <laughs> how the hell did they? Who let them in? And then you look at the videos. The cops let them. The in. cops literally. Yeah. The cops yeah. Literally, were like, all right, let me take two steps away from you guys. Here you go. <laughs> Here's the gate. Let's take a selfie. And I'm like, okay, so, so like, the little respect for the police I had, like, the minute, not that I had any. Um, But (laughs) whatever was left of it. Yeah. And, and, you know, it just like, you know, in my head was comparing to what happened over the summer with like uh, tear gassing peaceful protesters. Um, And then in my head, like, seeing how right like the right is going to spin this in their favor like they always do um but then then i started seeing i saw the camp Auschwitz shirt and i saw the proud boys was were there which they're openly anti-semitic yeah six million um, wasn't enough or something like that yeah well we'll talk about that actually apparently that yeah. that shirt was not at this rally oh. this little rally a year ago but you know i'm pretty sure there was there are probably more anti-semitic t-shirts there though weren't photographed like let's you know the proud boys were there there were there was a camp auschwitz shirt there so i'm sure there'll be there were more i'm sure that wasn't the only guy um and there were more anti-semitic incident uh incidents that happened there but the other thing that really just struck me and um I, i wrote this really long post um directed specifically at my family and i wrote it on facebook because i saw that i saw that yeah. Oh, you saw that? Oh, yeah, we're Facebook <laughs> friends. And I, I sent it to Angie. I was like, this is harsh. And Angie's like, it's, it's the, the truth. truth. Yeah, it's what you feel. It's, it's honestly just what you feel. And whatever you felt after what happened on that yeah. day is legitimate. And my, my, my post was directed at my family members who voted for Trump. And I told them that they've, their vote was in line with treason and white supremacy. Um, and it's anti-American and it goes against our democracy. Um, and that I hope their children don't become the way they are. Um, and, and I think that's the truth because I'm very disappointed in my family who um, voted for Donald Trump and purposely looked over all the red flags that 
I saw since 2015, since he entered the race. Um, like, if you told me, if you told me in 2015 that this would happen, I'd be like, mm-hmm, yeah, that, that, that seems about right. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you know, like, um, so all these, all these different things, um, that they would do to just kind of justify voting for him basically because of Israel, um, the Dems are anti-Semitic, all these things that just don't really make sense. Um, and I, I just wrote how disappointed I was in them. Um, and, you know, got backlash from my cousins. No one else really answered it. But it's there were a lot of Jews at this rally, at, this, at, the, yes. at these riots. There were some Israeli yes. flags too. There were some Israelis there. Not all. Not all the people waving Israeli flags were, um, were Jewish. Some a lot of were evangelical Christians. But there were some Israelis. There were some Jews. Some Orthodox Jews, in the same yeah. fucking space, in the same fucking on the same fucking side as the Nazis. And I'm, and I'm so disappointed because uh, prior to the prior to the election. One one person in my family in the group chat, I'm not going to say who, said that he wanted to attend um, a, a a truck rally in New York for Donald oh. Trump. And thinking about it, how close would he have been if he, he didn't attend? One of those rallies that he was talking about ended up blocking the Verizon. Yeah, Bridge. so I saw those trucks, actually. Now that you're reminding me, they had, yeah. they had the Israeli flag. I was like, oh, my God, there's my flag. I was like, mm-hmm. how cool is that? And then you see the freaking Trump flag, and you're like, wait, are you fucking kidding me? I'm embarrassed. I'm so embarrassed. I'm, emba- I'm embarrassed because I have to explain that to like my leftist friends that like this doesn't really represent Israel. This represents the yes. right government. And and like, you know, this family member was close to being a part of an illegal event, even though he was, quote, you know, he was voting for Donald Trump for law and order, which is complete and utter bullshit at this point. But imagine he could have easily been sucked into the Like, I'm thinking, like, you could have easily been tried for treason right now yeah, mm-hmm. for insurrection, because that is a slippery slope. These people didn't think what they were doing was that big of that was that illegal. And they did it. They got into the Capitol. Like they could be in jail for for a decade, maybe more. I don't know. Um, but the FBI is on their tail, and I'm just thinking, like, like, do you not fucking see how close you are to such a fucking cult? Yeah. How crazy this is! You basically were this group of people were incited to by the president to to commit a highly illegal act, highly illegal act that can throw you in jail for years. And you considered going to a similar event. Like, I hope this was a fucking wake-up call. You know, because that other event he was considering was still illegal because it was blocking traffic. So I just have, like, the whole thing with the riots and the insurrection was, A, thank God my parents did not vote for Trump because they're not Trumpies. Um, They're not left-wing at all, but they're not, you know, pro-Trump. Um, I'm disappointed in, in my uncles and cousins and, and family in Israel who support Trump, um, my grandmother included. Um, and I think it's just completely irresponsible and immature. You know, uh, their, their rationale is very immature. 
the way they approach the conversation is very immature. Um, and they refuse to just understand the reality and the facts on the ground. You know, you, you present them with some fact and they'll call it fake news. They'll say, where'd you hear that CNN? And I'm like, what are you talking about? I don't even watch CNN. Yeah. So it's, it's utterly ridiculous. I'm disappointed in their lack of critical thinking skills. Um, disappointed in them purposely not seeing the connection between, you know, the surge in COVID cases and Trump's incompetence. And I'm, I'm like, how the fuck do you not see the fact that Donald Trump caused this riot, this insurrection? Yeah. He should be tried for treason. He should be impeached. He, uh, he yeah, should, yeah, properly. properly this time, please. We want, we want the full, we want the full shebang. I mean, the, we want the Senate. The, he's officially impeached as of like a yeah. half hour ago, but still. Yeah. Um, I just wanted to start because uh, I think that prior to even what happened um, at the Capitol, right, we did, um, there was Mary Miller, um, a recent uh, newly elected Republican congresswoman from Illinois. Um, they held a rally called Save the Republic on a, a Tuesday a few weeks ago in, in D.C., um, and in it, she actually quoted um, Trump. Uh, sorry, not Trump, Hitler. Um, just this is great how I just uh, I just uh, you know yeah. mixed up their <laughs> names too. Um, and it's just you know it's how it's how everything in my brain is working at this point. Um, and uh, and she yeah so she quoted Hitler, um, which is which is fucking crazy. Um, and, and she, and to quote her, she said, Hitler was right on one thing. Um, he said, whoever has the youth has the future. Um, and I don't, I don't really give a fuck what Hitler said. Um, we shouldn't be quoting Hitler ever. Um, she later apologized for it and her apology did come, um, of course, (laughs) after the riot. Um, probably in a lousy, um, it was about three hours after the, the, the Trump supporters stormed, uh, the Capitol, um, and uh, probably to try to save, um, her ass along with, uh, Trump's, um, but yeah, I, I, so that, that really just started it all. So to me, it's just, there's these constant, you know, remarks, if we're quoting fucking Hitler, I don't know, like all this shit, if you can't put two and two together and see that something here is wrong um, and that these people don't like you, um, I don't know what to tell you. I really I'm I'm just out of words. Um, and yeah. And on that note, I have a few other things. Do you guys want to talk sure. about Mary Miller <laughs> and Hitler? Hitler. <laughs> Hitler. Uh, Hitler. All, this is my first time hearing about <laughs> this. I'm glad. Yeah. You updated me on this. Um, yeah. Who the fuck quotes Hitler? Who? <sighs> yeah. I mean, it, it also, <laughs> and and then just to go back on that, like it, it just reaffirms the fact that the Republican Party just does not have the back of the Jewish people in America, even though they. Oh yeah. The, the, oh, yeah. the problem is they claim. How? They do. But that's this the thing. How do people part. think? How yeah. do you? I mean, I get. I'm Israeli. Israeli American. How do Israelis think that, how did we come to this <laughs> where we think that Trump has our back? Well, and that's the thing. Yeah, it always circles yeah. back to, um, why didn't you vote for Trump? Because isn't he like really good for Israel? Right. 
That's all they care yeah. about. Yeah. It's literally. Yeah. The, it's. It, no, I was just going to say that in her apology, she, all, she also said that she was passionately pro-Israel and a strong advocate yeah, and thank ally you, of the Jewish asshole. community. Yeah, okay. I mean, I don't want your support if you're going to quote Hitler. Yeah, no thanks. Even once in your life. If you're going to consider quoting Hitler, I don't want you to, to, I don't want your support. Like, that's, like, I'm sorry. This is, there's also another, um, so Madison Croft, or something very, very waspy white. <laughs> What's his name? Madison. <laughs> Madison Quawthorn. Quawthorn. Yeah. First of all, he's the youngest congressman. He's he's 25-year-old. He was uh, a Republican congressman. Um, huh. And he was, in, he was in the rally before kind of incite, inciting the riot, even though he claims he wasn't. Um, but he... Also claims to be, you know, uh, a supporter of the Jewish people, but then went and visited Hitler's uh, vacation home because he's always wanted to do that. Oh, and then on, I remember this. He guy. also said he wanted to. Uh, he tried to convert Jews and Muslims to Christianity. Like what the oh, fuck? The last thing Jews want you to do is to convert us to Christianity. Mamash. You just talk to us about Jesus, and we just like drop everything. <laughs> we and walk hate out, religion bro. as it is. Mamash, mamash. <laughs> like, this is we're not the people to talk to yeah. about Jesus, bro. <laughs> you, like you talk to my dad about Jesus, he's like, ah, they put up the tree, but <laughs> What do you need the tree? to Jesus. They don't understand. That's a weird thing to translate into English. It, and it's just like needle, needle to ass. Yeah. I, 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 I just truly don't understand. My my chair is about to break. Um, I don't. Like a vault. All those. Ma, ma, ma uh, yeah, you know, this is like the the COVID nineteen. Seriously. Put on nineteen. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, yeah, but it, it, it just like again, again, and again, and again. There, there's like, okay, I'm not going to say that anti-Semitism does not exist on the left. I'm not going to say that um, you know the squad hasn't said questionable things, and they have very. I, I personally think the squad, few members of the squad, have very poor outreach to the Jewish community. That's not me calling them mm-hmm. anti-Semitic. They've said questionable mm-hmm. things. They've said tone-deaf things, and they, I think, have poor outreach to the Jewish community. I think people on the mm-hmm. left can be blatantly anti-Semitic. That is no excuse. That is no excuse for you to support the Republican Party because clearly they're anti-Semites. Or at least... Nahon, and it's not yeah. an excuse to quote him. At least the Trumpies, the Trumpies. May, I, I'll give like the Mitt Romneys and all of them the benefit of the doubt that they're not anti-Semitic. But like mm-hmm. David Perdue extending John Ossoff's nose in, a, in an, a political ad to make him seem more Jewish. You know, like, and then and then their constant response is, "I'm a staunch supporter of Israel." And Can I'm, and I'm like, okay, but I live here. You want to you want to hate crime me here and then say, but my other country's fine. Yeah, it, it's easy to say yeah, it when but, you're not close to it. <laughs> I'm a supporter yeah. of you all the way right. down the Mediterranean. Right. You're good. All right, we love you. Yeah. Yeah. You know what that reminds me of, though um was the israeli reporter right. um and the pro do you want to talk about yeah, that what, what the guy was like um so Isra- what was the israeli reporter's name 
um, I don't remember, but he was on Rutz on uh, Channel 13. Right. Um, and he he had made some very poor remarks to the to the reporter that was interviewing him. So there was a guy, um, I think his name was Mark, right? Right, Mark. Um, the protester, yeah. The protester referred to as Mark. Um, and he, he, well, the, the really bad thing that he said to him, um, was I'm going to get in your face now and I'll tell you why. Wait, he said that? Um, he said, yeah. 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 Very Um, Nazi-esque. Yeah. Uh, so, and then he also, um, said to him, uh, asked the reporter why Israel continues to take American aid. Um, which, uh, again, I guess, I guess if, if you really want to convince your Israeli, uh, friends and family that this is not their people to just send them a video, just send oh, them that yeah. video. Oh yeah. No, but they'll, they'll play like, they'll, they'll do some mental gymna- gymnastics. Yeah. Head to... to be like, oh, it's just one person. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's gonna be, oh, it's just one person. Yeah. Come on. It's just one person, but yeah. BLM. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's what I hear. Called him a lying Israeli. Israelis lie, to um. be honest. <laughs> <laughs> three Israelis sitting in the chat. Only, only we can say that because the three of us are Israelis. <laughs> <laughs> I give up. I mean, I you're not wrong. Um, yeah. Why is this? Why, why, why just point yeah. out Israelis? <laughs> yeah. Tachless. Um Yeah, so that happened. He also, one, sorry to interrupt you, but he also said, um, he kept badgering the reporter saying, what is a goy? What is a goy? Um, and we all know a goy is. Goy is a term for, like, is a Gentile. A term Non-Jew. For non- Non-Jew. Right. Um, yeah. I think a lot of the, well, first of all, I think a lot of people, non-Jews, considered goy to be a slur. Yes. Um, which is a mm-hmm. separate conversation, which I don't think it's a slur, but that's just, maybe just the context. Um, but I think a lot of um, a lot of white supremacists and the alt right kind of reclaimed the term "goy," which is really scary that they did that. Yeah. Um, yeah, I have a lot of opinions on the term "goy," but I think that my my personal perspective is different just because I grew up in a different setting um and the term goy at least in the community that i was raised in was referenced Mm -hmm. um pretty harshly um yeah that's that's at least how how i saw it in the religious community Mm -hmm. um so i think my perspective is very different but i I can see now like now that i am no longer a part of that community i do see obviously the difference and i see that it really isn't meant to be used in that way for most people, right? For for a majority of the people that I know, but there are communities that I I have been, um, you know, that I've seen that it's it's really used differently, and I and it's not great. Yeah. Um, overall, I also don't necessarily know how much I love the idea that we're just in, you know, as an as an all, we're just saying, okay, everybody who's not Jewish, I agree. this is the I, term I for them, agree. you know. Um, mm-hmm. I think there's, yeah. Um, but yeah, we can dedicate an entire uh, episode to talking about issues with uh, the community and and how and how yeah. they see the outside world. <laughs> um, yeah, there were okay. So another topic that I wanted to talk about: GitHub mm-hmm. um, fires a Jewish employee who posted um, something on Slack. Right? I believe he posted it, um, and I believe it is a he. 
um, uh, they asked not to uh, share their name. They're uh, anonymous for now. Um, but uh, apparently sent a message um, on Slack um, to uh, colleagues in D.C., um, and saying, stay safe, homies, mm. Nazis are about. Mm. Um, and then uh, later on, lost his job. Um, so you currently have um, hundreds of GitHub employees, and I'm pretty sure there's a nice uh, number of them that have also actually signed um, a petition um, that they've sent to their HR team Um or people and culture team, depending on who you ask, um, trying to get an understanding of why. Um, and the CEO sent out a message telling the company that they will take any and all appropriate action um, and are following a thorough investigation on it. Um, so I want, I mean, I look forward to hearing an answer about that because I don't see a problem with the fact that this Same. guy used And that's the probably Nazi. the reason why they like uh, chastise yeah. him for... <laughs> for the for, for saying Nazi, yeah, yeah, yeah. What's wrong with saying Nazi? Um, when actual Nazis show up, it's okay to say Nazi. I think, and and, and these yeah, it's not like we called right. somebody a Nazi, saying, yeah. right? You're not calling <laughs> right. There there were actual white supremacists who showed up, uh, saying anti-Semitic shit, um that's nazi to me i'm sorry and as a jewish person like like it's utterly utterly ridiculous that this that like they would do such a thing um but it turns out i mean the the ceo's name is not uh not friedman like nati mm, yeah um mm-hmm. uh so i wonder like he's clearly jewish um, I wonder what his involvement was in this. And I would assume that maybe he wasn't really involved in the, you know, usually CEOs are not really involved in right. this kind of thing. Maybe it was like a, a, yeah. a but, supervisor manager position. Yeah. Or it's just like someone who's just really, you know, um, tone yeah. deaf in the, in the um, HR department, which is usually the case. Um yeah. You know, like, I think I think also in, like, diversity and inclusion for companies, uh, anti-Semitism is just often overlooked. Um, I think anti-Semitism was one of those things that's just, like, overlooked yeah. across the board. You know, like, it, you know, you could be on a sales call and someone can drop something anti-Semitic or just assume something about you because you're, you have a Jewish yeah. name. It's become a part of normalcy, which mm-hmm. is horrible. But yeah, and and like I think Jews, I think a lot of American Jews have picked up on like on just like the casual anti-Semitism that just is happening nowadays, mm-hmm. like in our day to day. So I wonder. Um, yeah, I just wonder like what's going to happen to this guy. I really hope he gets his job back or he. he I'll sues say, them. Uh... Exactly. Yeah, but tachlis, exactly. Like, tachlis, like, yeah. If if someone does this to me, I'd be like, dude, just give me my money. <laughs> I'm going yeah. to work somewhere else. I don't want to work for someone that's I'm, okay. Yeah. I'm going to drop yeah. the word Nazi and you're going to freaking fire me. I swear, the amount of times that I say Nazi, just right. <laughs> you know, walking around. <laughs> it's, yeah. It's also it's also not like he used a racial like I get that it's a it's a strong word, but it's not he didn't mm-hmm. use 
he didn't say anything racist. He didn't say anything. Right. Like, did someone get offended? Like, who got offended? Yeah. White supremacists. <laughs> I, I don't know. It was, yeah. It's, it's just, it's insane to me that, like, the HR team was like, okay, and two days later fired this person. Um, I also looked up the number 200 of GitHub's uh, 1,700 right. employees signed the letter asking the executives um, to take a stronger t- stance against anti-Semitism and white supremacy. And they want to know why the employee was fired. Um, and rightfully so. I want to know why this employee was fired, too. It's also it's kind of interesting also because the the employee or ex-employee um, afterwards said that he didn't know that as a Jew, it would be so polarizing to say this word. We grew up saying Nazi. It was a story we told right. because we had to. Um, and it's, and he's right. I mean, but that's when I'm also saying to myself, like, hold on, is it, is there maybe something okay with the fact that we use the term Nazi? Because we're not just like, right, we're not like being like, oh, this politician's a piece of shit. He's a Nazi. Mm -hmm. Like, no, that's not how we're using it. Um, but when white supremacists are on the streets and they're walking around with, well, I think a lot of Republicans are Nazi adjacent. (laughs) Yeah. No, it's true. No. I mean, you're gonna, mm-hmm. you're gonna, you're gonna appeal to the far right in the United States. Like neo Nazis are, are alive. Yeah. Like, Nazism is alive and well in this country. Oh like, yeah. In in deep red America, like they're gonna, huh? you know, Donald Trump, oh, like has really resonated with them, and and like all these Republicans that are just answering to the far right. They're they're complicit. They're like I said, Nazi adjacent. They're and another thing I think also um, with the rise of Trump uh, starting like four years ago, where a lot of leftists were calling, they were quick to call Trump Hitler, use the Nazi word freely. And uh, first, of all, I was un- uncomfortable with that, but a lot of them just did not. They completely overlooked anti-Semitism in America and the rise of anti-Semitism. Um, so I think that was a, that's like an issue mm-hmm. on the left where it's like, we're, we're going to continue talking about racism and white supremacy in America. That's important, but understand that Jews are also affected by white supremacy and Nazism in America. So, yeah. and I think a lot of, like a lot of people on the left yeah. just completely, because a lot, like most American Jews are white or like white passing or whatever you want. That's another, that's another podcast. That's another topic. thing. Oh my goodness. <laughs> No, no, it's a whole other separate topic. You know, they don't look like they don't look like Becky from from like Alabama with bleach blonde hair, but you know they're white. Yeah, they have blue eyes. Becky, Becky. (laughs) they have blue eyes. They're white skin. No, I know Muslims who have blue blue eyes. There are Arabs that have blue eyes. That's true. Nahan. My oh. Saba has blue eyes. My my Iraqi. my Iraqi side is like super white. My Iraqi side, they look almost Syrian. <laughs> like my, my grandma my grandma Daisy, my mom's mom, she was super white with like light hair. It was almost red and light eyes. So you're right. They, they... Wow. Is her it was her uh, um, It was always Daisy. Name, always it was Daisy? weird because little things like my mom told me I her her brother, her great uncle, my mom's great uncle, my my grandma's brother, his name was Edward. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. I was like, how? Where? And, and the, she had a sister named Juliet. Like, how, where? <laughs> where does it come from? They, and then well, the British, you know, the wow. whole thing with the with the Brits. 
uh, <laughs> being in Iraq, they, I think, was a big can. influence. I think, I think actually, my yeah. great aunt's name was Daisy, and then when she moved to um, Israel, it was um, Shoshana. They changed it to Shoshana. <laughs> איך הגיעו פרום דייזי טו שושנה, תגידי דרורית, תגיד דנה, תגיד דניאלה, מפה בטווין דייזי? אין לי מה להגיד. That's the name they did not change. Yeah, that's the name like, they, they went with. Yeah. Yeah, also, like, my, my, my grandma, yeah. my dad's mother's side and my mom's mother's side did not change their Arab last name when they moved to Israel, which Same is so uncommon. Really? Fatal. Oh, my God. <laughs> no, and, but listen, you're going to love this. Are you ready? My grandpa, nice. yeah. my mom's dad, Ezra Fatal. <laughs> like, how more? Wow. <laughs> He had the, Does he get stopped in America? Oh my gosh, he's not alive, but he probably would. Oh, I'm sorry. He had, you know that, the really thick, like, pencil mustache? And he had, he had yeah. a comb? <laughs> <laughs> that was him. That was Ezra with his, uh, with his gold ring on the pinky. <laughs> oh, yeah. Did, did he also <laughs> grow out his pinky nail? Those are my thing. fave. Those are actually my fave. No, it's the uh, Klalim, Mizrahim. They have a keta that they grow out their pinky nails. I bite my fingernails. I was... To lechatet ba'af, to search in your nose. Now I'm going to look at like every... I don't, I don't know, man. Maybe they think it looks cool, stylish. I don't know. I'll call my dad afterwards and ask him. What's the darbuka? Yeah. And they played the darbuka and made like a... Maybe a little scratchy noise. Yofi, <laughs> we're starting conspiracy Achla. theories. Achla. Yeah, I. Uh, to talk about Iraqi Jews, that's another podcast episode that you should come back up, come back to. Oh, please put me on there. Totally. My Iraqi side is raging. Yes, but my, you know, we're about it, Michal. I have to ask you because, like. Like I said, my parents are, are not Trumpies. Now, they're very happy with the, the, the peace deals in the Middle East that Trump did. But other than that, like, they're very disappointed in Trump's, like, first of all, in his demeanor and, and the way he, like, handled even this riot and also COVID and all that. Like, they, they're, you know, they, 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 don't, they don't lack the critical uh, thinking skills that their siblings lack. Um, but I want to know, what, are, what does your family think about Donald Trump? So the first <laughs> person that told me, hey, you know, there was a bunch of freaking idiots uh, raising Israeli flags at the rally was my father. He's like, like, look how bad they're. Yeah, what a bunch of idiots. What a bunch of idiots. Look at how they're, 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 look at what they're doing. They're raising flags right next to Nazis. Again, with the Nazis. Right next to Nazis. Like, how dumb are they? Mm-hmm. Little things like that. My parents are also incredible. Like, both, mm-hmm. okay, backstory, a little backstory. Both my brothers are in the American military. They're not in the IDF, really? they're American military. When he shat, mm-hmm. he, Trump shut on the troops that was it for them 
Really? Do you know what I mean? Like, I give both. And I, at first, they didn't know about this. I had to, me and my husband were like, hey, to my parents, you know what Trump said? <laughs> and they're like, what did he say? You know, I had to pull up stuff, show them. I love, I exactly. love, and you know, memo time. You're heating them up. Mother is really <laughs> that, mm-hmm. that really got her going. <laughs> She's like, my sons. Uh, who dares say this about my sons you know so that that's a thing that happened um obviously you know in the beginning my parents like oh trump is gonna be good for israel because you know my parents are from that mentality of hey like we grew up in israel you know like this is right and and they're thinking like okay we still have family in israel you know they're thinking about that and then and then my brothers and I and, and my husband we were talking to them. We said to them, listen, but but we're here, you know. We're here. And Israel is always going to be okay. Mm-hmm. Israel is going to survive thousands of years by itself. You know what I mean? We don't need help. We don't need the help. We need help here. <laughs> we're crumbling over here. Yeah. So uh, my, uh, my dad saying that. You know, like oh my god, look what look look what idiots! You know, is is big. Um, so definitely not happy. Yeah. Um, it's it, it, it's yeah, it's incredibly terrifying what's happening over here. Yeah, it's yeah. it's it's terrifying to be a Jew. I think now in America more than ever. Yeah, and um. I make it a point now. I'm like, I really like in the beginning, we talked about Americanizing, you know, names and stuff because it's hard to pronounce. When I come up to my patient, Mm -hmm. I say, I introduce myself, say, my name is Michal, you know, and I show Mm -hmm. them my ID so that it's easier for them to Mm -hmm. kind of like understand because now I'm, I mean, before I was kind Mm -hmm. of trying to mask it, like, oh, let me make it, let me make it easier for you. McCall, Mm -hmm. you know, or or like Michelle, (sighs) you know, Um, now I'm like, bro, my name is Michal. (laughs) So, you know, right away where I'm Mm -hmm. from, you know, like, I, I need you to know. That, so that reminds me of, um, so there's this Israeli singer named Chenal Roni. I don't know if you know him. Uh, yes. He, he's pretty good. Yeah. Yes. Yes. He's pretty good. So he mm-hmm. went on, I think it was uh, Britain, Britain's Got Talent. Like he went from, he moved to like the UK for a bit. So he went to like, like one of those British singing mm-hmm. shows. And he said that his like, my name is Chen. Not Chen. Oh, my name Not is even Chen. like Chen. <laughs> yeah. Not even head. I would say my name is yeah. Hen, you know, and I would, I, if anything, I would spell it H E N. But he was like, my name is Chen, and and the, Sharon Osbourne was like, your name is Chen. <laughs> like, yeah, like, yeah, my name uh, is Chen. Like she didn't even buy it. <laughs> <laughs> Chen. Chen. My name is Chen. Chen. Right. Um. Okay. Okay. I have one more headline for you guys. Um, so I don't know if y'all saw this, but in the Czech, uh, Republic, there was, um, a, uh, a rally, um, on, I believe it was January 8th, um, an anti-vaxxer activist rally, um, and they were wearing yellow stars of David, um, with the words untested and unvaccinated. Um, yeah. 
it was it's it's a weird thing to see in the Czech Republic. Um, it's it was uh, posted on Twitter by um, BBC Prague. Um, and it, it's again, another one of those, they don't get, they clearly don't understand what happened. Like they clearly just don't, you know, it's just, which sucks. Um, and brings me to a different headline about, um, after everything that's been going on now with Twitter, um, and then banning stuff or moving stuff, whatever, um, there's actually a grassroots, um, uh, movement, um, called and Jew hatred. Um, I haven't looked into them deeply, um, but apparently uh, they actually went outside of um, Twitter CEO's um, uh, house um, and played a recording of some of the Holocaust denying tweets um, that are still on Twitter, um, basically telling them, you know, there are people calling out the Holocaust <laughs> on Twitter, saying that it's fake, saying that it's not real. Um, you're basically just letting it happen. Um, but in the meantime, you're taking down other things. Um, so trying to, trying to raise attention on that, yeah. which I think is really important. Um, and yeah, and it just, again, another, this, everything that, you know, this check thing with these folks walking around with these yellow stars. Those and, people that are walking it's with a lot. yellow stars, um, they're not Jews, right? They're just random ass people. Mm-hmm. Like now, now that it's saying that Jews are not random ass people, everyone's random. Um, I mean, but, Jews, Jews wouldn't do that. That's what I'm saying. Like, how do you think that's okay? Yeah. <laughs> first of all, yellow putting yellow stars. Yeah. On as a Jew is like okay, that's that'll never happen. But like, are, are people yeah. this tone deaf? Yes. I'm. I'm still like, <laughs> yeah. I, I yeah. still have hope. Yeah. You know, I'm this like naive person. I guess. I. Uh, I'm glad I went on this podcast because I'm learning a lot. I'm, I literally just Google it. <laughs> We're sorry that Seriously, you had to come like, on no, here and hear I about all of the shitty stuff. All I've been doing is getting home and going to bed. So this is great. How is this going on? Yellow Stars of David, anti-vaccination protests, I know. people thinking that the Holocaust didn't happen are like, hey, uh, I have proof that it didn't happen. No, dude, there's proof that it happened. There's more proof than your proof that it freaking happened. Yeah. Here, yeah, Here uh, are my tweets let me about show you a timeline. Happened. Like, bitch, it proves it didn't I, happen. Yeah. I studied the Holocaust, okay? I, did, I, have a, I don't have a major in it. I have a minor in it. But I, I went to Germany. I went to the Vonsi Conference House where they sat yeah. around and they're like, how many Jews should we kill in this town? How many Jews should we kill in that town? How many um, Romani Sinti should we kill in this town? How many Poles should we kill over here? Are you fucking kidding me? Who who do yeah. I have? Who do I have to talk to? <laughs> Point me in the right direction. Yeah. <laughs> and and Angie and Angie and I both separately went to um, Poland to see the camps. And mm-hmm. you know it's it's hor- mm-hmm. the, the proof is there. Like you've seen, like you go to Majdanek and you see the you see the actual ashes, yes. you see the bones. Like it's not, you know, there's nothing to, there's nothing to disprove. Like I've seen it. The records are there. The bones are there. The shoes are there. Mm-hmm. Like it's, it, I I don't know. I mean, the thing is, like this is a really interesting conversation on like what needs to be enforced uh, on social media versus what shouldn't. Um, and now that like a, a site like Parler is probably going down, mm. 
they were like, oh, we're not going to limit any free speech. And then, and then like, you know, other companies that are hosting them were like, okay, so we're not interested in, in hosting you, you know, we're not interested in being associated with that, mm-hmm. which is totally fine. Like if I were Apple, I were Google, or if I were Amazon, I wouldn't want to be associated with a hotbed of racism and anti-Semitism. goes unchecked. There's a reason why it goes checked. But a lot of the unity guidelines mm-hmm. are just very they inconsistent. Like I think any gay person will tell you that, you know, you 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 know, there is just a lot of, you know, a lot of there's some homophobia in it. There's some racism. There's some anti-Semitism. Like, like there was like uh, yeah. something mm-hmm. I saw about TikTok shadow banning a disproportionate amount of gay people so um which is super common Mm -hmm. because you know one straight guy doesn't like something and all of a sudden you're shadow banned yeah how does this affect you know and then the conservatives are like "Eh, free speech speech." thanks for ruining my freaking life free speech (laughs) yeah yeah exactly Well, hi. Well, this is a reminder that um, we need to continue to stand up. Um, and uh, <laughs> you're not fucking special, okay? You're not great. Nobody fucking loves you, and you're not fucking special. Go home and stop being yeah. a Nazi and stop being a racist. It's fucking weird and scary you're not gonna get a job and and we're not into it yeah yeah you're literally just gonna get fired bro shut up just stop (laughs) that guy first of all oh my god you know what's too like you just say to yourself bro if more of you wore masks it'd be harder to identify you not smart First of all, yeah, storm the capital, be a Nazi. All those are, are horrible, and they scare me. But also, don't wear a mask. You know, <laughs> don't wear a mask, and let's see the surge in two more yeah. weeks. <laughs> yeah. Oh, we're gonna see a surge in the new yeah. strain. Yeah, It's gonna be fun. Oh my gosh! Uh, Go get your vaccines as yeah. soon as you can. <laughs> I'm waiting, and I, I can't fucking wait till I get vaccinated, but I'm probably last on the list. I hope you get it soon. I just got my second dose. Hopefully, oh I'll my be God. okay for tomorrow. Oh, we're we gonna party first, <laughs> <laughs> guys. I can't wait to see y'all face to face. It's been way too long. I know. It went, when's the last time we actually saw each other face to face? It was uh, same the, here. The protest. The protest. Look at us. Yeah. The protest. Um, yeah. And then we went to Mizno. Yeah. Yes, yeah. that was a good time. Ah. I love Mizno. You guys are the best Mizno. people. Honestly, you're the best people. Do you remember when I love you? <laughs> when I come all the time, and we're, and I oh yeah, like three miles away from where I was. I was so embarrassed. Oh my god, I remember he in that did, parking yeah. lot, That's and that true. guy was, that was really nice. You know and he gave me a discount. good way to look at it. Yeah, Very positive. It was a good day, even though it was a, uh-huh. it was a hard thing to do. It was a good day. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We were out there uh, protesting for a friend who um, who is another friend of ours from the Tzofim Nachon. And, oh, that's uh, a good topic. Yeah, to talk about caught in Russia. We, if, yeah. we should get we should get her on um, this podcast. Do you think yeah, that's another topic. 
Yeah, we got topics for she, days. She might want to. I don't know. Behind her, I don't know. Gal. We can reach out to her and find out. But <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> we won't talk up. to her about hey, that. But yeah, <laughs> yeah, we will not mention anything <laughs> yeah. about your experience in Russian prison. Well, I did um, want to bring before we close up. I want to bring yeah. one more topic. Up, yes, which is actually really cool. So, yeah, uh, I think it was today. Early sure. today, Nancy Pelosi quotes uh, Israeli poet Ahud Manol. Um, nice. which, mm-hmm. which, you know, the, do you all know mm-hmm. the poem which is like a song so she quotes it in mm-hmm. English and I didn't know this but it's actually rooted in kind of a left wing message, an anti-war message and I was shocked when I heard that because I thought it was actually a nationalistic song really? I think it, it's, is, um, am I thinking about the right person? He's. I think he was a leftist yeah. but like a lot of a lot of the Ashkenazi singers back in, I guess, the, that era were, were pretty critical of of war. Um, even like Chava Elberstein, she was like very critical of like of like mm-hmm. Israel's treatment of the Palestinians, like in her music. And so, um, but I just I thought this song specifically was um, was just more nationalistic because it sounds, you know, I have no yeah, other no land. Country, sounds, yeah. Yeah, I have no other country. Like, it sounds very nationalistic, but, you know, it's really about, like, I still love this country, even though it's changed its face and I want it to be, like, a better place kind of yeah. thing. So, um, but, yeah, it's rooted, I think, in the, the the Lebanon War. Yes. Isn't that crazy? That is crazy. And she quoted that, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I just also want to point out that he also wrote the lyrics for Abani B, and Chai Ken for the Eurovision. Nachon, Nachon, big Eurovision songs. He was very well respected in Israel. I love his songs. Oh my gosh. Yeah, same. Well, yeah. I grew up on them. Yeah. yeah, our parents would sing yeah. it all the time. Yeah, very old school. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then Eyal Gulan. <laughs> mm-hmm. he, he's, he's, he's canceled. He's so like canceled. Like, we don't talk. He's guys, so canceled. Yeah, we don't talk about Eyal Gulan on this know. podcast. We didn't know what was <laughs> yeah, I know. Maybe I know. I mean, should we have seen it? Maybe. I, I mean, were there were some of the songs <sighs> maybe ones that we should? have I mean, they're they're all they're maybe. all pretty sexist. They are <laughs> new mm. eyes, you know. <laughs> Grown, yeah. I I mean, eyes, grown up eyes. <laughs> no, yeah, but I think it's a cultural thing. Another podcast episode. Of like, oh my gosh, yeah. we need to put like gender and and Mizrahi culture. <laughs> <laughs> and this sure. and this is my thesis. Seriously, <laughs> my my thesis is on gender and and, and Mizrahi culture. I'm glad I brought him up. That sexist mofo, <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. rapist. He's a he's a pedophile. Wait, wait. He's a pedophile. Ken. Yeah. He's Please. a he's a queep. Dude. Yeah, we'll send you some stuff on that, bro. He's <gasps> he's a creep. Why, why him and his, his and him and his dad. Yeah, you know how much I girls. loved his yeah, music. Yeah. Oh, I feel sick I know. in my stomach. He's a talented singer. I know. I know. He's a pedo. It's not even that he's like I know. misogynistic. He's a freaking he, pedophile. You know, he, he... I'm googling. Oh my yes. god. <laughs> Took advantage oh yeah. of very oh young women. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's a shame. I should. How and then, could I? And then like, his fans, <laughs> his, 
fans will die for him. And it's like, can we not? Like, he's a person. Yeah. He, he's a disgusting person. Like, Nahan. let him be. Uh, I, I remember I remember Shabbat dinners no. when, like, this thing happened, like, a few years ago. Oh, my at God. At my Safta's house. And, like, mm-hmm. my aunt was like, I know, but, you know, he's such, like, you know, it sucks because he's such a important figure in our culture. And I'm like, I know. He's not he's an important figure <laughs> anymore. <laughs> no. Ken. Guys. You know, like, he's Not anymore. And it's like, but they were, they, she was heartbroken over it. I know yeah. people who are like, I, I know of people who yeah. are like, he can do no wrong. And it's like. Well, you're gonna he let your daughters children. near him, like he's he's constantly married. Like Ken, people just fucking the overlook the fact that he it's the it's the it's his talent. Yeah. I don't know. It's like Michael True. Jackson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Nahan. like Michael Jackson oh, actually. Hey, I'll go ahead, Michael Nahan. Jackson. You know, because like you Nahan. Yeah. Nahan? He's the oh, Mizrahi uh, yeah. version of uh, Michael Jackson. Yes. Um, Michal, I uh, deeply apologize because I feel like we brought you onto this podcast not thinking that we hey, would not only um, <laughs> enlighten you on um, how anti-Semitic oh, yeah, the world you know, is, but yes, but then we yeah, also ruined the album. You're never going to listen to music again. Stereo, songs. Look at it. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. The when it was records, when it was like little cassette players, right? Like belly dancing, like this. Little Ashkenazi looking girl belly dancing to a young Every fucking I'm wedding, with every bar mitzvah. I'm with you. All his music. Nahan. You know, Nahan. it's just like, and it's, you know, he also covered other people's songs and they were really good. Like, and he sang in Arabic and like, yeah. it sucks. Also, like, like it's, it, there's a, there's a really, I think there's a really toxic culture there in is. that world. That's also another thing we got to yeah, come back we'll, to. We'll, mm-hmm. Another podcast. Please bring me another on to pod- all your podcasts. That's, that's another, another podcast. Dis- <laughs> so I can learn more about my freaking That's another world. Uh, dissertation. <laughs> yeah. No. Poor Michal. So you signed up for the anti-Semitism talk, but you myself. did not I sign up for the Yalgoran talk. I mean, I'm glad I did, because I would just be going on. Yeah. And like, True. All, all of them, <laughs> all of these singers, by the way, like, like, uh, amplify right-wing uh, like far-right ideology like you know they're mm-hmm. they're very you know they're big supporters of netanyahu um and they don't care they care very little about democracy see. yeah that mm-hmm. i can see you know like it's and it's something that we have to talk about it's something also like when i talk to like white leftists or even arabs in america like non-Jewish Arabs, and I like to talk to them about like Israeli culture, Mizrahi culture, because that's very relevant in that conversation. No. Just, they don't understand it. They don't. They don't understand that it's like driven by right-wing yeah. ideology. It's driven by um, anti-Arab racism, and it's like, well, they're Arab, and it's like, well, uh, that's what we, it was like, they? though, yeah. too. Like, I, it's kind of instilled in you when you're a kid. I mean, growing up in the 90s, going to school, it's like you just learn to be like, you just hate them <laughs> for no reason. Yeah. That's like, yeah. I mean, even Safim wasn't terrible with no. that, I think, but you know, it wasn't, they didn't teach. Yeah. Safim is also Sofim more. Safim in Israel left-wing. is more left wing. They're more egalitarian and they've. Yeah. 
they also um, one of their they they really are a big proponent of democracy and equality, especially equality between men and yeah. women too. So, which I yeah. do, I do respect. Yeah, uh, it brought that. me to yeah. you guys. Um, yeah, little yeah. <laughs> Israeli girl uh-huh. who is trying to, you know, keep in touch with her culture. Um, and mm-hmm. you guys helped for sure. Mm-hmm. I'm looking at old pictures of us. <laughs> We're such mm-hmm. babies. Oh my gosh! Love you guys. Uh, thank you for we love teaching you. me and for keeping me enlightened. Um, these topics are so important to talk about. Thank you. Thank you for hearing me out about <laughs> my my work-life balance (laughs) or lack thereof (laughs) we appreciate you and we and we seriously are very grateful for your work and for what you deal with every single day Bemit, it's it's not easy and and we're always um, here for that move on up (laughs) after we got so low this past couple of weeks you know um Hopefully, I mean, how many days until we got Biden in office? Oh, God. A week. Longest week of our lives. Am I right? I know. And, and, and like, I'm waiting for that. Like, I, (laughs) like, I can actually look, like, can, like, see the end of the light of this pandemic once, once uh, Biden takes office. Yes. And then we can all just breathe (laughs) a little bit easier. Mm -hmm. And I hope you get the vaccine I soon. Know. I know I you guys deserve somewhere. it. Everyone deserves it. Even the people that don't want it. <laughs> Not the Nazis, though. The Nazis don't deserve shit. <laughs> <sighs> yeah. Well, thank you. And we love, love you. you guys. And um, we'll see you all next week. Bye.